a brand new episode of the Happy Productive Podcast is about to begin. It's time to be inspired by simple and actionable solutions for you and your business. If you're an established entrepreneur or just laying down the first brick of your future empire, the mantra is the same. We will flip any failure into a positive and use it to our advantage. This show is all about turning coal into diamonds. With the right plan and mindset, anything is possible. I'm Jennifer John, your host, business coach, and founder of Best Planner Ever. And I'm here to help you achieve all your ambitious goals. Success is closer than you think. Let's do this. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Productive Podcast. I'm so excited for my guest today, Nicole Russo, and I've already explained to her how challenged I am in this area. And so I know that she's going to help me and she's going to help you guys. So Nicole founded Let's Get You in 2017 and has since styled hundreds of people. And she's also contributed to publications like Fast Company, Bustle, and Martha Stewart Weddings. She's been a private stylist and personal shopper for over a decade. She was also a senior personal shopper for Net-A-Porter for almost five years, where she helped the world's most stylish women dress impeccably. I am not one of those. So (laughs) I'm super excited, right, to dive into this because I have to tell you, Nicole, I've always been a little style challenged. I've been a tomboy since birth. I'm very comfortable in like jeans, a ponytail and like tennis shoes. I like all like the boy stuff. I ride motorcycles and horses and having to like put on hair and makeup and go to the mall and shop. It makes me not a happy camper. My oldest daughter is the shopper of the family and she always um she always gets mad because I never want to go shopping. So I'm trying. I'm trying to do a little bit better. But welcome to the show, Nicole. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. And I would like to start off just by telling you that you are not alone. This is a very, very <laughs> common thing. People don't always like to shop and they always feel like being fashionable means they have to be something that they're not most comfortable with. Like, Maybe that tomboy side of you feels like it has to go away, or maybe there's this standard which you have to adhere to in order to be stylish, but also not entirely true. Um, You can be yourself. You can bring your whole self to your personal style and also let it be a tool that makes you feel confident, successful, and influential too. I love this so much. I know that there's people listening that are like me and they're just like, hey, like I don't even quite know where to start. And so when I have like friends and they're like all impeccably put together and they know how to do their makeup and their hair and I'm always so impressed by these women because it's just like, oh my gosh, like how did you do that? So where would you start for somebody who's like, look, I'm ready to bump up my style. I love what you said that you still get to be who you are. But maybe you're like, okay, it's time for me to like clean up my act a little bit here and do a little better job. Like where would somebody even begin? The number one thing that people need is clarity about what looking good means to them. And oftentimes the reason we struggle is because we're overwhelmed with all the options, options at the stores, option online, There's like all these aesthetics or looks that just we can't pinpoint what we like. We just know we want to be comfortable and we want it to be easy. So in order to achieve that, you need to be very clear. What does that aesthetic look like? Like you mentioned a few things that you yourself like. That's important because that may actually lean into your preferences of way to dress. 
Because also, I think you said you like motorcycles. So like if you're someone who is into something like that, or you were someone who was riding bikes or was extremely active, you need clothes that allow you to do that. So in order to overcome the what do I do, I say you need style icons. You need to be really clear on from an image standpoint, what it is. So jump on Pinterest, Google Photos, Instagram, where Google, you know, some runway shows. And the idea is to start collating a small board of favorite looks. You don't want to judge how do I wear it? Is it for me? Can I pull it off? It's not a matter about that. It's about like, what does it look like? What are you drawn to? And then once you have those handful of people or styles, you can see like there are formulas that repeat themselves. You are drawn to the same kind of colors, the same kinds of shoes, the same vibe. Sometimes there might be some variability, some different parts of yourself, but like overall, we tend to be drawn to the same things over and over again. And when you have that in one place curated, instead of spotted all over this, the world, you're able to really hone in and say, okay, this is the goal. And then you can think about what do I have or what do I need to achieve my style look? Oh, I love this idea so much because I don't use Pinterest a lot, but I do use it for like recipes. And so going out and like creating a style board, like that makes a lot of sense to me so that we can basically just like almost copy what somebody out there is doing really, really well. So I love this idea. I can pretty much assure you that I don't want to look like most of the motorcycle chicks that are out there when you you think about a motorcycle chick, you're like, no, 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 no. Uh, people wouldn't even know that I, I just learned to ride actually this year. I've been riding behind my husband on his bike for a decade, but um, I just got my own bike, just learned to ride. And I can, I, even from what I've seen out there on the road, yeah, I generally don't want to look like that at all. Um, but I do need things that are really versatile because it's not uncommon for me to like go out to the barn be with the horse and then come home and be like, Hey, hubby, you want to go for a quick bike ride and and to be wearing like the same jeans, I do switch boots, but same same kinds of things that I'm going from one active thing to another active thing entirely like and you know, to play up the motorcycle conversation, like, yes, I totally know what is that what look you're talking about. But that doesn't mean that like you said, there aren't versatile, more practical pieces like a moto jacket or something that is like, leather or something, but it feels more inspired to you. Like it could be that it has like more feminine detailing. It's more softer. It's maybe the color you wear. It's also the combination of how you wear things. Like you might love a moto jacket, but you want to wear it both on the bike. And then maybe you wear it with like a pretty skirt in summer, like, or, you know, transitioning the fall. Like, so that one piece when it, you have a great cohesive wardrobe, isn't meant to live in one place of your life. Those very practical garments, you know, they are the 20% of our wardrobe. And typically we flip it around. 80% of our wardrobe is not worn and 20% of it is the only thing we wear. So we want to flip it around where you have 20% that's there for special specific things. And then the 80 all works together for all facets of your life. And you look good. Oh, I love that. Yeah, thank you. Gosh, I love that. Because I always general always not always, but generally, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm okay. 
But then you see somebody who like really has it together and like they're, they look super, super good. And I just was, this, I was speaking a week or two ago at a women's conference and I'm in this room filled with all these women who like have it together. And I'm like, ah, okay, I don't really feel like I'm owning whatever the heck I even wore that day. So I, I love these tips because it does feel good when you're wearing clothes that you just, you feel, you know, you're like rocking and you feel really good in. And it, it truly does. It just like changes your confidence in whatever it is that you're doing. Completely. And you can use it as a tool to also persuade and influence, you know, yourself and how you self-perceive, but as well as those around you, if you are presenting or you are, you know, taking a leap with a new kind of client, or you're putting yourself in positions that feel more risky, uh, you know, you can use clothes as a way to assimilate yourself or to make yourself stand out. You know, it just sort of depends on what are your goals and what are, you know, for your business and for your personal life. I love that. I once a few years ago had a client who was a stylist and she was absolutely lovely to work with. And one of the things that she told me was like, look, Jennifer, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter as much of what you're wearing, just make sure that it's the right color, mm -hmm. that it's the color that goes with you. And I was like, okay. And she actually sent me a little palette of my colors and I keep it in my purse. You're going to laugh. I'm telling all my stuff here. Um, when I go out shopping, I have this color palette I take with me. And if the, the fabric color is not on the palette, I don't buy it. And just that little thing of knowing which color to buy um, has actually made a big difference because sometimes it doesn't even matter what I'm wearing, but if it's in the right color and it just seems to really complement my skin tone, all of that, like I will get compliments. And I'm like, how am I getting compliments? Because I am so style challenged, but it's literally just wear the right color. And so I'd love to hear your thoughts on that too, like of just, you know, wearing, having your colors done or just wearing colors that really, you know, complement your skin tone. Oh, I would, I'll totally mention that, but I have a quick question. Are you a summer? I, uh, I'm a, she said I was a, a spring. spring. Okay. She was like, Rem remember like when everything's blooming or you think of a spring bouquet you want and of course I'm wearing gray today but normally I try to stick to these brighter colors she's like bright spring colors like you know pretty pinks pretty greens pretty light spring colors is what yeah what she said yeah so I was really lucky in that um in the beginning of my career when I was like kind of bootstrapping my way into fashion and the styling world I ended up interning with Dominique Isbeck which is one of the first image consultants in America during the era of like you know I feel pretty like color analysis back in like I think it was like I don't know if it was the 80s or 90s I'm trying to remember but she was very deeply rooted into like color analysis and had her, it was a part of her ethos. It was part of her DNA. And she taught all of us about it. It was an integral part of our internship. So I found it really fascinating, like the power of color and how it could influence someone's uh, like usefulness, the brightness of their eyes. It was a really subtle, I mean, it's almost like a, like you're hacking, like looking hot because, you know, color analysis and understanding what colors to purchase and how they influence the way that you appear is really powerful when you're trying to attract attention in a positive way, like, or even if you just want to feel really good and about your choices. So um, it is a great tool in your pocket. I tell clients, I do offer um, as part of my experience during our discovery phase, I do offer a color analysis. I tell them like what I would, what, their, what I believe their color palette is and like what I'd recommend for them. But I always tell people that when it comes to your colors, like it's about what 
you feel the most confident in because there may be colors that just don't feel like you. You may end up finding your spring and not like bright colors, or you may be someone who really more is drawn to the, you know, soft, you know, luxury neutrals, you know, a Brunella Cuccinelli or something. And if that's the case, it'd be, it's, I think it's behooves a stylist to encourage their client to really step into what makes them feel their best and their most confident, regardless of my opinion or others, because that is the most powerful tool of great style. It is the, you know, the, the influence it has on your self image and the way that you perceive yourself. So it's a really lovely place to play, especially when you're shopping in particular, if you know, particularly if you're shopping for an event or, if you're going to be on film or you are going to be in front of other people, it's a fantastic way to not have to work very hard to look very good. Um, but I always, you know, say that like one little thing is that, you know, just tr- don't stress about it. You know, if you don't like the colors or you're more drawn to, you know, neutrals at the time. And I also like to say, which is something that people don't talk about with color analysis is that every neutral has its own palette as well. Like, so Mm-hmm. anyone who's ever painted a wall has learned that there's a million colors of white, right? Like, it's like, how can there be this many shades of white when you go? However, that's a good example of how, you know, you may not love, you know, snow white, but there might be creams or soft golden eggshells or things that really complement you more. So you don't necessarily have to wear like the bright, like sea blue that I'm wearing right now you can really choose something that's really within the family of what you love. Oh, I love this so much. I do love color, but it's very interesting to me because like orange is one of my favorite colors. And if I wear like a a bright tangerine, like a spring tangerine type color, I get compliments all day long. (sighs) But if I wear like the heavy, like the fall, like darker, like a pumpkin kind of orange, it's like, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. It's not a good thing. I don't think I've ever had one compliment wearing like that kind of a shade. So it, when you at least, if you're like me and your style challenged a little bit, but you at least know like the colors that you, you look really good in. I found that to be so helpful to just lean a little into those colors, whatever they might be. And even on my little palette, like there is a gray But there's like so many shades of gray. And so there's like certain shades that she's like, you need to like stay in like these shades of gray and not these shades of gray or even um, black. She was like, you know, not as much black because I'm blonde and very fair skin. She's like, lean more towards browns. And I was like, oh, okay, that's very good. So I lean more towards browns. But just knowing your color palette, I think it's a great investment to work with somebody to just at least have that information at your fingertips so that you can choose the right colors that are really going to complement you without worrying as much about what it is you're wearing, but wearing, wearing that right color. Yeah, it's just, it, what you've learned about it will also translate over the way that you wear your makeup and even like your understanding of like how to match colors, you know, mm-hmm. to your point about the pumpkin versus the tangerine. So like part of it is also like undertone. So it's like cool versus warm. And that's usually the undertone of our own skin. So that's sometimes why we look, generally speaking, I always tell people, if you're not really sure if you look good in a color, what I always tell them to do is hold it up against your face in that, in the brightest light you can. And if you immediately put it to your face and it looks like you've been sun-kissed, it works. If you bring it up to your face and you look either 
like your eye, the darkness under your eyes come out or you don't look as glowy. Like it just doesn't, it immediately makes it look like you've been like now hit with sunlight. It's probably more your color. It's a one, it's a really quick way. And if you do it enough, like I bet, I have no doubt that you can tell when you see a color now that it's, whether it's yours or not. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. So Nicole, so why is it important for us, like in our businesses as business owners to present ourselves in a way like, you know, I know some of us are going to be like, ah, I don't want to be like all styled up. And some of us are going to be like, oh, no, no, it's the most important thing ever before you go out. So like, where do we as business owners like find the balance? And why is this important? Well, I mean, your closet is a metaphor for your life, right? So if you feel kind of meh about it, or it's an overwhelming mess, or it's scattered, or it's incongruent with who you are, then that's going to in some way impede on your day to day. I mean, that's just starting there. Like, you know, you, you start your day with getting dressed and the feelings you have about your clothes and about your body image and like the way your reflection is, is going to subtly impact your self-perception. And, you know, I always say that like everybody wants the confidence of a poorly dressed person who doesn't know it because that's what everyone's looking for. It's not a matter of the validation of other compliments is great, but it's really the confidence to believe that you look great. That's what people want. And if you don't feel you have that, if you're, if you feel that's lacking and you start your day, maybe frustrated wearing the same thing over and over again, you know, resorting to wearing whatever was good enough that you bought from a stitch fix one time or another, it's not, you know, setting you up for the kind of success that you might be if you throw on something and you feel like really hot and good. You know, you might be also tend to avoid certain things because you don't know what to wear or you feel overwhelmed with having to figure out what to wear. Or maybe you haven't updated your wardrobe in years because you running a business and most of it is spent sitting behind a desk like or avoiding you know you don't really have to interact with people because you're successfully running this thing and overwhelmed by it but you haven't really focused on your wardrobe and now you're maybe that's hindering you from taking risks like putting yourself out there going to conferences because then this the added stress of what do I wear how do I pack like nothing fits so there's sort of that and that it's a metaphor for your life and you know, and then the second thing would be is that, you know, you don't have to be like a glamazon to be well dressed. You know, you don't have to be like full face, like hair done, like nails on, like three inch heel. Like the world of that isn't even fashion anymore, like um, the way that it used to be. But like if you look dated, um, if you are unpolished, if you are um, like sort of presenting yourself like with a mediocrity in your your personal presentation, there's a lot of science that proves that that impression that you're making is forming an opinion that may impact your personal brand, your sell-through rate. Um, And, you know, so I would consider like, as you mentioned, you're at this conference and all a lot of these women were stellarly dressed. Let's just assume 25% 25% of them were great at putting themselves together for this conference. I reckon to guess that those 25% were approached more, engaged more, remembered more. There's something noteworthy about them. They stand out for a reason. 
you know, they are outliers, right? Because they are the smaller percentage in comparison to the majority. So as a business owner, which side do you want to be on? Which, which group do you want to be a part of? And you can achieve the kind of aesthetic that you want, the look that you want without compromising your comfort. You don't have to be a certain age. You do not have to be a certain size. These are all just limiting beliefs and lies that people have indoctrinated into you. And my personal experience is that a majority of the people who say it doesn't matter are largely just too insecure to try. So they therefore may tell themselves that it's inconsequential. Because if it really didn't matter, you wouldn't even have to tell yourself that because you genuinely wouldn't care. And that is part of my experience as a stylist, having done this for so long. But I do believe that anyone can achieve uh, a more polished professional or more polished look for their, for any part kind of their life, no matter their size or age, if they truly wanted to change the way they see themselves. Oh, that's so good. Like so many different truth bombs in there. Nicole, you're inspiring me to like, get on Pinterest and start like, you know, finding some boards and like, I can do it. I can do it. I swear. (laughs) Like it is, I've seen it in my clients. I've seen them transform and they started out believing that this, you know, they obviously wanted it because that's why we work together, but they, they really were unsure, you know, but it is available. And First step would be getting clear on what that is. You know, what does it look like? Is it Meghan Markle? Is it, you know, Jennifer Aniston? Is it Lizzo? I mean, I can be anything you want it to be, really. Yeah. Oh, I love this so much. I, that feels like such a great step to just um, be able to kind of research other people out there that you admire, that you respect, that you love their looks, and just start with that. And then be able to just kind of, you know, find clothes in the right colors for your color palette. And then, of course, you know, hire somebody like Nicole to help you out because of people like her, we don't have to try to figure it all out ourselves. Nicole, how did you get into doing this? I'm really curious. I was a complete accident. So I was a post-grad bumbling around, lost in the world. And I had a friend. I, I thought I'd be a copywriter. I thought I would work in marketing. I went to FIT for it. And I was not loving the industry. And I had a girlfriend who had had this fancy new consulting job and was like, I really need to buy new clothes. Let's go shopping. I didn't even know this was a thing people did. I always liked design. I was like pretty, th- pretty things. I was always creative, but it was like breathing. It was like the first time in my life I'd ever done anything that felt so natural and easy. And, you know, I really helped guide her to like building this new work wardrobe. And it was after that, I went out, I bought small business for dummies. I like Googled my way, like how to form an LLC, like through everything and then within within less than like three and a half years, I had a, built a roster of, of private clients and I had managed to essentially BS my way into the fashion industry where I ended up working in Net-A-Porte and sitting front row at Fashion Week. And I was this small town, little country girl who grew up in a two stoplight town with cows and trees and like not under, knowing anything about Valentino or Prada. And yet I was sitting here at this like, massive e-commerce luxury conglomeration advising some of the most unbelievably inspiring women on how to dress. And I loved it. It was an incredible opportunity. And then in 2016, I got a little bored as one does when they're, you know, a hustler. And I ended up styling men 
on the side. And it was through that that it really started to grow and become successful. And with some, uh, with my, the business caught the eye of Fast Company and I did some collaborative work with them and contributed a bit to them. And then, which led me to just saying, now is the time. And I left corporate and I've been running the business full time since 2018. And I incorporated the men's business into the women's. Now I style all genders so they can see themselves differently and they can get to the place they want to go. And we can get them there in a matter of weeks, a cohesive foundational wardrobe that is customized and bespoke and beautiful for you. And it will last you a decade. I mean, there's this like the clothes last forever because they're designed to be versatile and stylish for longevity, as well as I say we're the nose job of styling because you can't grow it back. Like the person that you become after this experience, it's not just about clothes. It's about transforming the way you see yourself, the way you see what's possible and understanding in the same way you walk around and with that wonderful color book and you know like what your colors are and you feel empowered to make smart decisions and you feel confident to wear these things. We give clients that holistically through for their whole wardrobe for their whole selves. So that way they can go out in the world and keep it going for years. So yeah, it's like a nose job. You can't grow back. <laughs> no, you can't. Oh, this is so this is so exciting. I love hearing how people kind of sometimes have fallen into their businesses, even if they didn't really start out to be a business owner, it just sort of worked out that way. And clearly, you have a passion for what you do. So you've helped me so much today, you've inspired me to like boost my own personal style. So why don't you just share with everybody as we finish up, like where they can find you if they too are inspired like me to be like, Oh, I'm going to clean up my style act here. Where can can they find you, Nicole? Yeah, so should definitely DM me your style boards if you create them. I would love to see them. And you can find me on Instagram at underscore let's get you. It's spelled just like it sounds. And you can also find me at letsgetyou.com, also spelled like it sounds, and learn more about the service and my clients. But yeah, I'm on Instagram all the time. I'd love to connect and share your boards with me. I would love to see what you come up with. Awesome. This is so wonderful. Nicole, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you. This was a delight. I love your energy. Oh, thank you. It was really super fun. And for you guys listening, we're going to put all the links to Nicole in the show notes as well so that you can hop on Instagram or hop over to our website and find out more about her and yeah, if you're ready to beef up your style, she seems like that she would be a great, great person who could help you. All right, Nicole, thank you so much for being here with me today. That's it, you guys. Get out there and have a happy, productive day. Bye, y'all. Bye. I hope you found today's episode of the Happy Productive Podcast inspiring. Every successful business is formed by a set of small, consistent, and attainable steps. If you want to learn more, come visit us at jenniferdawncoaching.com to take your next step and learn how to meet your business goals. On our website, you're going to find free resources along with links to the life-changing coaching programs that have transformed the lives of so many of our clients, including the Coaching Academy and our Unbreakable Retreats. Many of them started their journey by listening to this podcast podcast. That's it. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next episode.
is the She Leads Podcast Network.